Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Bill Maher is becoming my favorite conservative. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Before we get to that, the L.A. Times sports page says the 2021 Dodgers will be the greatest team in Major League Baseball history. Wow. That's a statement. Wow. That's a little discouraging if you're not a Dodgers fan. Yeah. Did they win it all last year? They did. Against? The other team in the strike-shortened COVID-addled season. Asterisk. It was one of the Florida teams, wasn't it? Yeah, the uh, Deviled Rays. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, I think the, I'd remember. The unbelievable upstart Deviled Rays. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. The, the narrative was just... Oh, Tampa. Champa Bay. Yeah. The narrative was... Uh, you know, because they're like the cheapest payroll in all of baseball. Right. And the Dodgers yeah. spend more than uh, all but like the top 10 countries in, in the world's GDP. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Dodgers were awesome last year. Right? This is discouraging news as a Giants fan. Yeah, it'll just make it the- all the sweeter when they choke it away. <laughs> Bunch of jokers. Which which does happen, uh, you know. I just judging by last year, it's unlikely to. And besides, the Giants, my preferred team, just suck on ice. Well, right. So. One of the times they quote choked it away was when Houston was cheating. So, um, exactly. That, I'm remembering it now. We were all rooting for not everyone, but Houston to beat Tampa because then you'd get the Houston L.A. rematch without them being able to cheat. And like hey, more bad about it. And. <laughs> And more people getting plunked in the head than you've ever seen in any one game oh, yes. since, like, 1915. Just guy after guy getting drilled right in the back. <laughs> right in the ear hole. 
<laughs> pitchers being yanked from the game, tossed one after the other till you got a couple of third basemen on the mound. Oh, yeah, yes. you're, you're taking the batters off on a stretcher, so eventually you win the war of attrition. <laughs> wow. Right to wow. your hole. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, Bill Maher is becoming one of my favorite conservatives. He and I disagree on the size and scope of government and a lot of other things. But when I watch his Friday night show, he's regularly saying what I'm thinking about a number of topics. And on this one, it had more to do with the way we're spending money in the economy. And looking at the economic factors right now, it feels like we're back in that headspace that will never run out of cash as long as the Fed doesn't run out of ink. I'm just saying, if we're going to do a new Roaring Twenties, let's do it this time without the two things that made the last one suck. Prohibition and a depression at the end of it. I am no money expert. I only turn on Jim Cramer to scare away the birds. (laughs) But it does seem like the market is a little divorced from reality these days. It's odd that the real economy has been full of news of unemployment, bankruptcies, and going out of business signs since COVID hit. And yet the S&P is up 76% in that time. It can't go on forever. We can't all win. It's not the ticket machine at Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) A share of GameStop isn't really worth more than a share of Toyota. To bail ourselves out of that depression, we spent over 10 years, over 10 years, 6% of our gross national product. To get out of COVID, we spent in one year 26%. The way we're handing out money, you would think it had an expiration date on it. In 2008, when the global economy was on the edge of collapse, Congress passed what was considered a massive bailout of $700 billion. So massive, over 100 protests broke out across the country. The Occupy Wall Street movement was born. Now, the word billion is so last decade. <laughs> Congress has passed $6 trillion to fight the war on COVID. $2 trillion more than we spent to win World War II. You know... The big one? Four years of desperate fighting against a murderer's row of bad guys all over the world and under it? Not to mention this thing was kind of expensive to make. The bomb. All that. In today's dollars, four trillion. This, six trillion. Picture of a slacker on the couch. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to turn out. Neither does anybody else. But man, there's just we're doing all kinds of unprecedented things. That's the stuff that worries me the most is the economists that say, you know, nobody's ever tried this before. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think it's too late. I'm half encouraged by the fact that even the WAPO was writing about this. Tony Rom, R-O-M-M. I don't know his act. Uh, but he, he wrote a piece in the WAPO. Uh, the headline is Biden to unveil major new spending plans as Democrats eye bigger role for government. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a pretty frank piece about the tr- mind-boggling amounts of money being spent and how the Democrats, what's the line I liked? Uh, uh, as well as the public's willingness to embrace the sizable tax increases on wealthy families and profitable companies that may be necessary to help finance the burst in federal spending. But you've got uh, the spending and some of those stats that Bill Maher had there are just amazing. Um 
you know, compared to other crises throughout history, including World War II. It's just absolutely amazing. But then you get, you know, you got all these unknowables that have never happened before. The number of people that are involved in the market that aren't professionals um, and the way that's affecting everything, the way investing happens with the whole, you know, uh, computers investing a million shares a half a second and all that sort of stuff, all those things that are new, who knows how that's going to turn out? Like Bill Maher said, and it's absolutely true. It's just part of life. Everybody can't win, and it doesn't last forever. It, and, but but we're, we've been pretending like it is that way for quite some time when it comes to the stock market. And the interest rates are already so low, we no longer have that as a tool if the economy were to sputter or falter or whatever. So, yeah, that's an experiment. I like this note we got from frequent and insightful correspondent Amani. Talking about our previous discussions of this, uh, the, another $4 trillion in spending. It's almost like we're wandering through a dense fog with very little visibility, and we know there's an edge of a cliff out there somewhere. Instead of using extreme caution and carefully feeling our way through it, we're sprinting, sprinting, blindly running full speed, hoping things work out. No one knows how this will end. Many Americans think this is scary, but I'm sure China's kicking back, grinning ear to ear, watching the show as they snack out a bucket of popcorn. We might be heading toward the point of no return. We don't know. Nobody knows. Are we, the the people that are okay with this believe that we're such a giant, powerful economy and, uh, you know, everything's so good in terms of our growth that we can just absorb it? It's like if you're spending recklessly, but you got a really good income, you can cover it up. You can you can absorb it. Yeah, yeah. Well, experience has taught me, both in you know real life and politically speaking, that there is always an unknowable twist out there. You, you think you have all the facts, but you don't. Something is going to happen that fundamentally alters the trajectory of this of, of what you think is going to happen. And it's almost never like so great everything is perfect. What do you it's do? usually an impediment. What do you do if you have a world war on top of this? And you're already in this position or, or another pandemic or whatever. If we had another pandemic, it was worse, which is not impossible. What are we going to, many, how many trillion dollars are we going to spend then? Some and, sort of tech-driven, perhaps evil agent-driven collapse of the banking system. I don't know. Well, you know, yeah, possibility yeah. of things falling apart has always exist, but it seems like we're just, well, if you've ever been on the edge financially, and luckily I haven't been for many, many years, but if you're walking along the edge, it only takes, you know, your car breaking down to push you into some really bad territory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And to, I hate to use the incredibly worn out metaphor, but it's like we're intentionally spending every single buck in our credit limit on our credit cards. Every single credit card is at the limit. And if we get any money, we immediately spend that to make sure we're still at the limit. And then thinking, yeah, but things are good. We'll be fine. I don't know. What's uh, Oh, and his stuff about the Roaring Twenties was kind of interesting, the setup to that. Because uh, I've, I've heard that term uh, a lot in the recent week about, you know, this could be another Roaring Twenties. Because the previous Roaring Twenties from the 1920s was also coming out of a pandemic. And World War One, and uh, and and you know all kinds of sexual mores and partying and uh, wildlife spending. I need a new this and that became popular. And are we about to head into that now, or are we already 
already there. Certainly the spending part. We haven't come yeah. out of the pandemic enough for people to run out into the streets and, you know, group orgies or whatever's going to happen. I don't know what the Roaring Twenties are going to look like this time around. You know, uh, what I was starting to say earlier was that uh, politicians have figured out they're never called to uh, account for what they've done. They're they're never forced to take responsibility no. after they've lost left office. Or, you know, even or even if they're still in office, you almost never hear somebody getting hammered for a law they passed, you know, 10, 12 years ago or a policy they passed, unless it's handy electorally like, you know, Joe Biden's crime bill or something like that. But especially if you leave office, you can do something so cataclysmically unwise. And maybe you even knew it was unwise and maybe you even profited profited from it. But it's just nobody knows. Nobody cares. It's all about the present all the time. Yeah, it's going to be especially galling to those of us who are trying to point this out during all of it. But what are you going to do? Galling, don't pay the rent. <clears throat> Buy gold. Gold from William Devane. <laughs> Invest in NFTs. There That's you all go. you can do. The money right? is in NFTs. Right. Sean sold another one, right, Sean? Uh, yeah, I sold one for, what was it, like tw- almost 2500 this weekend. Wow. Jeez, uh, that, that, I bought it for sixteen, so I sold So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a digital art flipper now. I'm in the streets. Wow, so you, you laid out 1600 bucks on one with the belief that <laughs> laid you could out sell it for more. I, it, It's all funny money. Like it's, I, I, the, I, I spun it up to the point where I've cashed out my, I've already covered my cost basis and some, so the rest of this I'm splashing around seeing if I can do it again. So you... Got sixteen hundred dollars for this, correct? You, you uh, gave sixteen. I paid sixteen hundred for it. I sold it for like twenty five, so I made like wow. nine hundred bucks on it. How, how long was the in between those two things? Several days. Were you worried at any point, or was it clearly going the right direction? Uh, no, I, I was very confident in my initial purchase. I got it at kind of a a panic moment when some stuff this, got posted. And uh, did we say is this another sports highlight? Uh, yeah, same okay. thing. The, the the NBA top shots. It's uh the yeah the the same sort of thing, but uh it's. It's a young market, and there are reactions and overreactions. And I think because I've kind of studied investing markets, I can kind of sense when one is an appropriate and one's, one's you're an overreaction. you're up $7,000 in about a week. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You realize the IRS can listen to podcasts, right? <laughs> oh, I'm paying taxes on it all. And this, is all this is all fictional. This is just to d- indicate yeah. the way things could happen for a... Fi- Sean doesn't even exist. He's a, no, he's a computer-generated voice. We program. I'm a soundboard. Um... Yeah, well, now is not the time or the podcast will be five hours long, but I had a thing from the other day about some guy explaining how this is the best thing that's ever happened to art. Hmm. And I don't quite understand it. Hmm. I got 20 bucks for an Elvis plate. (laughs) (laughs) On eBay. A buddy of mine was mocking all this the other day with a... you know, I didn't mow your lawn, but here's a picture of what your lawn would look like if it were mowed, and I'll sell that to you for a hundred dollars. Wow! Nice. <laughs> Is it on the blockchain? I'm listening. <laughs> He's got a buddy. He's got a buddy who has 17 bitcoins. What are yeah. they worth now? Uh, more than fifty thou a piece. Yeah, he got Jeez. in. Yeah, what? He, he got into them early. He paid quite a bit for them because he, he got in when they were still worth a lot, but like way less than this. And they're worth like 50 grand a piece now. He doesn't remember the password <gasps> to access them. Uh-oh. Because <sighs> so they're super duper encrypted passwords. It's not like, you know, 
Does he have one of those ones where you only get a limited number of tries? It's not like you're smoking Joe 69 or something that you uh, the, you use on a bunch of different stuff. No, it's super complicated. I don't, actually. <laughs> encrypted squiggly characters, you know, 75 mm-hmm. long or whatever, and they give them to you when you sign in, but he misplaced them or lost them or whatever, and he can't unlock his Bitcoin. There are companies that say they can hack in for you, but they'll take a quarter of your money. I'm calling them. You got to do what you got to do. Trying to figure out another way. We hacked in. It was all gone. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, see, that's his concern. (laughs) That's his concern. Yeah, we 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 got in, but they were already missing. Or looks like somebody beat us uh, to it. Oh well. Yeah, there was an empty bag of them. Yeah. I couldn't get in. Sorry about that. Then a week later, they disappear. Wow. Yeah. How are you going to stop that? You can't really paying the stupid tax. Oh my god! I've been pretty upset about forgetting passwords before and kicking myself, but that one—I don't—I don't know if I'd ever get over that. <laughs> wow! Hilarious. Well, I guess that's really it now. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.